Good evening. Uh, this is a night rendition of the Nerds of Legend podcast. Uh, I'm Brendan. We have Ben, Joel, and Missy. And today we are covering a book review of, I believe, Poison Study? Mm-hmm. Correct. By Question Maria V. Snyder. By Maria V. Snyder. We're covering the book review of Poison Study. Um, I am uh, going to be asking questions as someone who hasn't read the book. Uh, Missy has certainly read the book. All of uh, We've all read the book. Oh, all right, so everyone Except but me. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll have the most interesting questions because I know very little. Um, <laughs> what is poison? And I think, and I think we're going to. What are be? We're going to start off with. We're just going to dive right in. So if you are haven't read the book yet and are planning to, and so you want to avoid all that kind of nonsense, this is going to be a spoiler episode of. The book, like so, from jump, like from the jump. Spoiler. We're not gonna, we're not gonna mess around. It doesn't make sense to do it halfway through. So, if you're, if you're tuning into this, I assume you've read it already. So, uh, just fair warning to anyone tuning in right now. So it'll be, it'll be our little secret that yeah. I haven't read. The book. <laughs> no, you told everybody. We know you didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like my mom. She watched the finale of Mad Men and it's like, oh, I think I like this show, and I'm like. What are you doing? And then she watched the finale of Breaking Bad and asked me if I could get her season one. And she, she, what? She's Honestly, like, that sounds like a good like. You know what? Invest no, a lot of time into it. it if you if you're gonna hate how it ends. She's like she's like that yeah, person that reads the, like the last chapter of the book in order to decide if she's gonna like read it or not. Which like knowing your mom, it makes sense. No, all of those people that named their child Daenerys and then yeah. <laughs> Khaleesi, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of posts that are like, guys, don't talk crap about characters uh, because they may get better. And if you like a character, just wait. Yeah. We're, we're, th- we're three episodes in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think what we'll, we should probably start off with is a little brief plot synopsis. Missy, since this was uh, your book choice, would you like to give us a brief plot summary? Yeah, let's do it. So um, Yelena starts off and pretty early on she admits that she um, committed murder. and Powering off. She is um, the next um, she's due to be Powering hanged, on. Mike um, off. Hanged, and so she is on essentially death row in this kind of fantasy land and she gets um the opportunity um to either uh, be executed or become the commander's um food taster so there was this hostile takeover of the land and so everyone wants him dead because he you know mm-hmm. essentially just took over everything and so he wants something is um i don't think everybody wants him dead i think some people want him. yeah some people yeah. Um, he's also crazy paranoid. Basically, yeah. it was like uh, this dude took over the entirety of a country, slaughtered the king. It was like basically like uh, October Revolution in Russia if it was successful, putting in like a dictator in charge. <laughs> yeah, except he's very noble. Yeah. All right, finish your synopsis. No, so she gets the opportunity, or she gets the choice to die or become the food taster. And so um, this is her, she chooses, obviously, to become the food taster. And then it follows her kind of learning a little bit about Sidia, uh, which is the, the country, um, Ixia, which is their, um, like, mag- so Sitia banned all magic. And so Ixia. the other way around. Ixia did all magic. And Sidia is the one that keeps the Yep. That likes the magic. Yes. Sidia well, likes them. Sidia is okay with the magic. Ixia is the one that banned all magic that was in the takeover. I can country A, country B. Yeah. Yeah. So neither here nor there. But so yes, it's following her journey, and um, there's a little bit of self-discovery. There's a little bit of love. Um, there's a tiny bit of sex, just enough to make Ben ner- nervous. This one didn't her. bother me. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot all about it until like we had it on in the car. I was like. Right near the end, too, where they're like, are they banging? And yeah. she's like, no, no. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was really, that, that was the only thing. I was like, oh, wait, they're like fucking in like the manure pile. What the fuck? Yeah. They're like, oh, there's this dungeon. And she, he kisses her, she kisses him, and then they're like, let's do this. Like, all right. Wasn't she also like throwing up from the withdrawals from that poison? No, that was a big 
Oh, okay. So she smells like no, she, she was. She was. Day. She was cured by the boning. Ah, the power <laughs> of dick. There you go. That that'll do it. So it's it's kind of like mid '90s straight to VHS action movies that for no reason will have tasteful side boob in between fights and then back to the back to the yeah. uh, main plot. Yeah. Okay, that's well, kind of what happened. Tasteful side boob. Yeah. Well, it was originally published by Harlequin. So, like, if you think about like Harlequin, you think romance, you think bodice strippers, you think that, and so mm-hmm. you get like you have to have a little bit. It's this required. was a little bit of sex, too. Yeah. This was like somebody just walking by and be like, and that was it. It was like, it was a drive by poking. Yeah, yeah, literally. It was like, it was like, and then they did it. it <laughs> and was, then at the end of the book, and then they're like, and then we went, we stayed up all night. <laughs> yeah, it was like she was trying to fill out a word count. She's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. they tried to do it, and they did it. Boom. Interesting. Like, it's a requirement by Harlequin. You have to have a least. Is that true? I don't know. know. I'm just guessing. Harlequin's all the smut. But so very quickly, um, this was, Ben and I were both surprised that this was a very um, well-designed world. It Mm -hmm. was, um, this is Missy's first pick, though a lot have been attributed to her in her honor. Her Um, first legitimate pick. (laughs) Her first legitimate pick. So, we uh trying to draw her into being part of the podcast, and it worked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> brought her a bunch of books that I know that we know she's a fan of, and uh, some were questionable. Ben is a huge fan of A Court of Thorns and Roses. No, he liked Avatar. He didn't like. He's a huge fan of both of them. I didn't like Discovery um, Witches. Avatar, I was lukewarm on. Avatar, he loved. Discovery of Witches, rock hard about. He loved it. We have to have a Amazing. Um, Yeah, all the check marks and the positive for that. But this this world had a very clear imagery. It had mm-hmm. very clear rules. And I loved the way what they but talked about. like spending three years? What? Like, oh, I thought you were saying I was rambling on. No, no. yeah, I could. But... <laughs> No, like the world. Like, they didn't spend a lot of Auto time. Auto shutdown like, initiated. Yeah. Where he just takes a month and a half to get into like, it. You, you, like, I get a little bit lost in, like, over fantasy things where you spend a lot of Auto time. Auto shutdown like, canceled. Mic on. And, like, yeah. What I do like is the, the, the takeover was by the commander is just uh, Commander. I can never remember his name. Ambrose. Ambrose. Commander Ambrose. Um, he is a very honorable man mm-hmm. and he took over the country by just being like the nobles suck i won't suck you mm-hmm. want to try my way and the way the story sounds it sounds like he turned the army and then when the nobility were like we're gonna call the army the army's like we're already over here fuck yourselves mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's uh, and then he instituted this code of conduct which is absolute yeah. And uh, now we're how many years in? Fifteen years in, or whatever to yeah. this. You basically and an entire generation into the uh, into. Basically, it's like it's like the the entire book is like got there. It's an, a generation into this like sort of rule of law. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's it's each district is parsed out into kind of very Hunger Games, you know, District One, Two, Three. But is very much like this is what we make, this is what we produce. These are the generals that oversee it, and um, everyone has a uniform. Everyone's assigned a job based off of their skill set. Uh, right. It was is. What's interesting is I couldn't tell with this book if this was a critique of like an autocratic dictator, or if it's like in support of it of it. It's like very like, right? Because there's moments of like, you know. So she it it doesn't come out until almost the very end, or well, the middle maybe. Yeah. That Yelena did murder someone, but it was because he was raping. Right? Yeah. So right. Like, but under the law, but you, murder is murder. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. Like, yeah. Doesn't matter if it's self defense or otherwise. It's it's murder. Like you. Yeah. Die. You're like, and the punishment for murder is death. Yeah. yeah. 
and that, a, that a, was yeah. It's a dangerous world to live in. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, well, the thing was, it, it explains at the beginning of the story. Uh, well, what what caused this this coup was everybody was super super corrupt, mm. and so the nobles were paying this assassin Malik, who is like, I'm echoing. No, so good. we were there's a. The nobles are paying this assassin to go kill each other. And one rule for one is different for the others. And so they hated it. Mm-hmm. And it became a problem. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I don't know. No, you sound okay to me. Well, I'm echoing through you. Mm. So um, it, it became the rule. What The biggest point that seems to be a a selling point for this one and how everybody works is they know where they're at. They know what they're supposed to be doing. The rules are the same from the top to the bottom, and it's meant to be uniform. It's meant to be this society that is, you know where you're at, you know what you're supposed to be doing from the laws to your job. Yeah. But at the end, like, the commander, like, literally saves him, right? Like, he is in his brain, he's, like, trapped behind this wall after being drugs and so he can't come back and so Yelena it comes out that she has magic and so she is able to bring him back and he signs her execution warrant he basically judge dreads it yeah <laughs> yeah very lawful neutral okay mm-hmm. well that's that was the thing is the law is the law and he doesn't change it even himself he's like I am not above the code either even though he made her sign a blood oath, and then afterwards this is still like, I still have to sign for your ex- execution, even though I made you make a blood oath to me. Well, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'll give you some grace period, and then Jalik, like, tries yeah. to, like, make sure... He runs off and dicks her down right before they leave. <laughs> no, you're leaving! Let me hurry up and bang you quick! Um, Please tell me there's not a subplot in the second book where, like, she's dealing with the pregnancy because Valak dicked her down. Are you in the second book? No, I'm, she doesn't. Uh, she does eventually get pregnant, but I think it's like in so wizards baby second. So so there's a first trilogy, and then there's a second trilogy. Mm-hmm. And so the the first trilogy ends in a really good like it ends really wrapped up, and yeah. then comes out with a second series. Auto shutdown initiated. Mm-hmm. Auto shutdown canceled. Uh, My cough. Eight thirty at night. Yeah. Labor Day. <laughs> it's a very specific type of case. So what? I was going to say, I, uh, I've... And I would do it again a million times. So. I was yeah, going to say that I actually really, really enjoyed this book. Um, I liked the level of, like, intrigue that was involved. I liked the level of, uh, there, there's, there's so much world building, but it's not like... So a lot of times when you read one of these fantasy novels where the author is trying, especially like the first one in a series, the author is trying to do all of this like expo- like exposition of like how the world's set up and world building. But especially the, if they have but, like a specific government system in mind. Right, right. And what, they, what they did with this one is every like there was never like a whole, you know, there was never a whole thing where they're like, and this is how the world works. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's everything that you like learned about this world was bits and pieces. It was, it was, it, you, you like learn it through a conversation or you'd learn it through like an aside and you just get like a little, a little snippet and you're like, wait, wait, how does, and you're like, wait, what was that? Like, it's all yeah. through discovery. It's yeah. All, it's not, it's like all basically like, yeah, it's all organic. Yeah. And that's what I really, I really thought that, um, uh, Maria did a really great job with this book was, was, you know, she didn't fall into that, that trap of, of like, and here's this, this chapter where the protagonist explains to the audience how everything works. There's none there of that. Was, she got a lot of it through dialogue. Right. Right. Exactly. What I really like is she got, a, and, and in very interesting ways, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. her work, she it was, was like, never the same way. Yourself, you know, and they're like, she's a murderer. Murderers always murder. So what are you doing? Like, 
Yeah. Where she would try to learn some self-defense, and that one guy was like, nope, go fuck that, I'm going to try to kill her. Because, like, she had done something wrong, and in that one, they've all adopted this code. Like, they knew, like, you do something wrong, you're done. Uh, you're, you're basically, like, again, you're in you're in a world where you're, you have this entire generation of young people who've been indoctrinated to this code. Like, they go to school, they get told their job, basically from like kindergarten there yeah that's all they learn and that and you only learn about your job like and nothing else and like it's an entire generation of people that have been lived under this like autocratic <laughs> rule and it's it's well, very interesting and it's it's interesting because then you even with Balak and the commander you see these moments of uh like almost Kindness, like you know, mm-hmm. when Valak lets the farmer, yeah, who, um, you know, there's a moment where he, um, the next person to be executed is a farmer whose son was he accidentally killed his three year old son. Mm-hmm. His wife had just passed. He didn't know the the son had gotten out in the fields and when he was in the fields, he killed yeah. him. And so because of it, he was put to death. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Valak, you know, has this moment you know, I understand the code is the code, but, like, let's get you a different identity. Let's There's this other farm that just lost uh, the man of the house, and there's yeah, five there children it. there, so <laughs> you no, gotta go take it. care of that. <laughs> or the one where the girl was, the, the guy's like, I want yeah. the girl whipped because she made me look like but a bad man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the commander was yeah. like, oh, well, let's... Okay. Like, it, it's, it was it's, very it's interesting. Very, yeah. So, so there are there are cases where the code itself isn't even utilitarian for the society. It's the code for the code's sake. In these examples, is proving to not even be beneficial to society. It's just the code enforcing for the code's sake. Yeah, I, I think in these cases, in these cases, yeah, there's some people that are like the code being universal has isn't in the best interest of everybody. Yeah, yeah it has drawbacks um, and. Or stagnate, like the point with the little with the young girl who's good, at, who's you know, I'm good at numbers. I'm better than the teacher, and so I showed them how to do this, and they were like, "Okay, go prove it." Like, there's times where you could bend it if yeah. it's for stagnate. But uh, if you notice, she didn't. She wasn't like, "I'm good at numbers." But She's like, case, she didn't talk to the blacksmith with you." Yeah. Like, after with the. It's like the, prove the, it. <laughs> yeah, he just he just set her up the fast track to the next step of what she was doing. So it, I, so it auto shutdown initiated. And, and this is this is one of my least auto shutdown canceled. Mic on. Series, and it, this is a spoiler for one of the other. We books. already announced spoilers. No, so for you could a spoil different book. Everything. Oh well, now you're no. ruining. Does anyone care? <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know a okay. book. What is it? Is it Never Neverwhere? Nested spoilers. Is it Neverwhere? Is that what so it is? So the commander. <laughs> so the commander was a twin, and the. And he, as she, uh, their souls, like, merged mm-hmm. at birth. And so, like, she ate the twin. And so it was the, the girl who was born. Oh, so it was a parasitic. She uh. had the soul of her brother. And so she always felt like she was meant to be a man because she, was, she had the twin souls, right? Mm-hmm. So she presented herself as a male. And the reason she hates magicians is because she has gone through her whole life saying, I should have been a male, I'm now a male. Mm-hmm. And so now she's Commander Ambrose as a male, and she thinks that, or he thinks magicians will be able to tell his secret. So he hates them and has outlawed magic. Is that why? Yeah. That's why she, that's why... Yeah, it literally came out like the very, the, the last... So, no, yeah. I, I didn't realize that was, like, why Ambrose didn't like magicians. Was, yeah. I thought it was just purely because of the whole thing was, like, magicians were causing most of the, like, corruption in Ixia. Here There's there, a lot right? of story. There's yeah. a lot of... That was, the, that was a reason given throughout the book. Then at the end, where she's, like, saving him. Well, no, it's when they first... When Magdan and Brazel first go... And she, like, tastes the wine and gets a little drunk and, like, kind of, like, passes out and accidentally slips into the commander's head. And she sees 
him kill the snow cat, which is supposed to be this insurmountable. Yeah, like cat. nobody's done it, and she did it, and she did it, and and to her that was proof that she was this male masculine warrior that she that she always felt like she was going to be. So that's how right. she just presents herself as a male afterwards, because and it, and it's not that females don't have power like under his command it does sound do. pretty like you get well that was the whole thing with the with the book was that was the other thing is he uh ambrose implemented equality throughout the ranks like it didn't matter what gender okay. you were yeah. yeah so like so it's not like but under but under previous rules that wasn't the case, right? right so the woman he she wouldn't have felt com- confident or com- you know competent whatever mm-hmm do this so she had to present herself as a male now again one of the books down the road it talks about like the reasoning why and you find out that yelena is no you know just just go you can't start it and then just you you don't tease me like that Uh, right she's a soul finder you just said that part oh wait no you didn't explain that you told that to me never mind um so that so you see Rayad's ghost following her, the ghost of the guy. Who okay, that was, I was wondering what the hell that was all about. And that comes out, I think, in the next book, that she's a soul finder. So she's this rare kind of, you know, they they usually try to kill him off, actually, because they're... they're, they're she's they a necromancer? Yeah, they could be known from but from different things, and they're easily corrupt, corruptible. And so she, like, her goal is to lead souls to the afterlife, right? Uh-huh. But she's being haunted by the soul of the man that she kills, but she doesn't know. Yeah. Huh. So, um, how, uh, is this the first book in, in, in how many sequels? So this, there's two trilogies, right? Yeah, I mean, they follow the same, so there's six books total. Okay. She originally wrote it as a, like, as a first, like, as just this trilogy, and then the other three came out. There's also a side series that follows um, Opal. She comes in and Opal. Now there's a now there's a whole different. But I haven't read those because I didn't. I I I liked how the series ended. As well, it's, I get really attached to like the characters and the relationships, and so mm-hmm. I was attached to Yelena and Valak and mm-hmm. Jenko and Ari and like the whole cast. Right? They're mm-hmm. all really good. Yeah. Um, Opal was kind of annoying, and she was like a side character, and I didn't really, I wasn't. I did like, I did like the way that she, the, the relationships in the book felt very organic. Like she had to earn the trust of people. It wasn't like, yeah. Like in a lot of the books, you read, you have a character that you just walk in, and they're like, I'm this one. Auto I shut have down, power. And they're like, Mike I off. love you. You're my favorite. Yeah. And you know, like we're. Or you say they're all like Mary Sue's, like they just trip and fall oh. into it. Everyone's like, "Look at how great she is!" She no, did she had to like. That's what I liked about this was too was like she was a character that she had to like, kind of like bust her ass in order to like get, like, like in order to succeed. Like, she didn't like get anything handed to her. She like worked for it. Like, yeah, it was like acknowledged that she was very intelligent or whatever, but she still had to like. She still had to study for it. She still had to like work. She still had to do yeah. this or that. Like she was, it was um, explained very beginning that she was quick, that mm. she was intelligent, and so she picked things up, and that I think set the stage for her learning curve. Mm. If you would have just left it alone and not right. that she was naturally a gifted person, and that Brazil had had bothered to educate his orphan. Mm. It would have seemed a little bit unbelievable that she just trips out, that she just comes out like, want to be the poison taster? And then she's like a quick study. She yeah. reads all the notes, figures it out, and then like is able to figure out that the test was actually a botched test because somebody tried to kill her. Yeah. And it would have taken a different turn, but I think establishing the fact that she was a more clever mm-hmm. individual at the beginning, and that's what made her stand out to bring her into the arc with Brazil and his um, abusive son, that that would have. Um, I mean, Brazil wasn't Brazil wasn't that great either. So no, but he was. <laughs> his was a method to the madness, as opposed to like the sudden means to an end sort of thing, as yeah. opposed to a. Um. Well, he he turned out to be. He was just evil. He wasn't. He wasn't like. Reyes. like his, his son was chaotic evil. Brazil was just evil. <laughs> well, he had that book. His son had that book of like. 
ways to torture simply because, like, you know, every time she did something wrong, like, oh, you didn't call me sir, so I'm going to whip you till you bleed, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. it and, doesn't. And Yelena doesn't defend herself, right? Like, no. She's called a murderer and she takes it. Like, yeah. you know, again, mm-hmm. it's like she's raised in this, but she, like, you know, she very early on, Valley goes, what happened? And she goes, you're not ready to fight, right? Like, you're not ready. I think it was, I think it was a very good, sorry, I interrupted, but I feel like it was a very good um, representation of, like, trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, in a society that is absolute, like, breaking of the rules yeah. is absolute, so no matter what the reason is, like, there's well, no... Well, it's like, basically everything, rate. yeah, every, everyone's in sort of, like, a military structure, like, everyone has right. a rank, sort of, so, like, you don't... You know, there's there's nothing you can do if your superior is, you know, abusing you. Like, there's a big... Especially once you commit... Like, there's, like... Especially once she commits that ultimate sin of murder, you know, she has no no, no way to defend herself because murder is murder. And then, that's the thing is that code being absolute, they don't leave the wiggle room. Yeah. You kill somebody, they're not like... They're not, hey, what happened? Why yeah. did you kill? There's just like you killed this person. You're done. Yeah, and, it's it's interesting because I wonder if that code, like, and it's not explained, but it was like I wonder if that code takes into account, like, was it possible for her to like, uh, oh, like report yeah. this and be like, hey, this is going on, like, no, the end orphan, of the, right? Yeah, right. Right. She has no family. Mm. She has advocates, and, and everything that she has is. Mm due to herself, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's moments where she talks about going to the fire festival and how you saved up your whole allowance. Like, he paid his orphan, right? Mm-hmm. So on paper, he looked good, right? He mm-hmm. would check those boxes and make sense right. that the other generals made fun of him because of his bleeding heart. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so it, to him, it was this facade, but it doesn't matter because there is no, like, you worry mm-hmm. When it's your your general well, is the one in charge of your entire yeah you're it's like it's like if you're you know it's like the governor of your state is like the one taking personal interest in like an entire orphanage but at the end of the book even though he came out and she saved him and he yeah. had um Yelena do a blood oath to him the lawyer and he, she him from this coup and this plot and this, that he was drugged and all this other stuff. She's like, by the way, I'm a wizard. He's like, man, you're dead without missing a beat. Mm-hmm. So it is implied in that section that if she would have come forward and said, yeah, hey, auto shut down initiated. So that's why I killed him. Auto shut down like, murder, murder. So mm-hmm. what's done is done. Sorry about that, but you should have told somebody. Yeah. And well, that's I what I mean. Like, if, if she would have like came out and said it, like as opposed to just like taking it into her own hands, well, like what would the have been inference kind of shows you that it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like there's any wiggle room at all in this. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the problems with this kind of structure is right. that an absolute monarchy with an absolute unbreakable code doesn't leave wiggle room for why did you do this? And at no point did anybody say why did you do this. They just said, you killed somebody, you're a rat. You're going to be hung, yeah. or you're going to potentially be poisoned every day for the rest of your life. And the first time she's, she really sees kindness is when she gets, so she's uh, trained to taste these poisons, right? And so they, um, Commander Ambrose is under the um, influence of a drug that they call um, Criolo. Criolo, but in um, Citia it's called Theobrosia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's making his mind more susceptible to mind control. So then, mm-hmm. you know, the magicians can come in and control, and control. So she, there are, there's a delegation of, you know, magicians and they all come for the first time in 15 years and, um, someone poisons the wine. And mm-hmm. so Yelena is the one who is, you know, catches it and she's, you know, she gets poisoned, she's mm-hmm. delirious, she, for three days, she's super sick, you know, hallucinating everything, and her friends, Ari and Janko, 
are on like watch to make yeah. sure that no one tries to get to her. Or just make sure she doesn't like puke on her own vomit or whatever. <laughs> Which, because remember the first time she had to take it to learn what it was, they just left her in a room and she just basically threw up on herself for three days. Yeah. And mm. so she, like in this hallucinous, like in this state, she says what happened, right? Her torture, her treatment under Riyadh. And this, it was the first moment of kindness where they say something like, if you didn't kill him, we would have, but let it go. And didn't didn't discuss, didn't mm-hmm. talk about it. It was the first time that she felt really validated, right? Mm-hmm. That something, that it wasn't okay, and that what she did might not have been okay either. But, like... It was understandable. It was understandable. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where we start seeing uh, the breakdown in people's acceptance of the code. Because at the very beginning, it was absolute. And you understand it becomes a system to, to keep things running, mm-hmm. but not like that, a little prosperous, but for the most part, it's just one foot in front of the other. It's very military thinking, you know? Well, it's like uh, basically just maintains everything. There's yeah. no growth. Basically the status quo. What did you think about butterflies? About did what? You, I accidentally spoiled that for Joel pretty early. About uh, what? I guessed it, though. I asked yeah. you, because I said I didn't think it was real. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Was, uh, basically, uh, they it's 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 such a common trope. Uh, basically, really the, the reason like a, that they... The way that they enforce the poison tester is by uh, tricking them into believing they've consumed a poison known as butterfly's dust. That in order to... If they go two days without consuming the antidote, they will die a horrible, agonizing death. They make it sound absolutely like every fluid in your body comes out of every possible. Yeah, but there is no such there is no such poison as butterflies dust. But what the what the uh, the spy master Valak actually gives the poison tester is this other thing that causes you to have horrible, like, like. Unending, like horrible cramps, for like a day, basically. <laughs> like, like basically, uh, you you ex- the the what the poison is the actual antidote that causes you to you have withdrawal syndromes from the antidote, and it gives you horrible stomach pains and cramps that make you think you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, and they just and they just do this to initiate them, or no? So it's like as the because you're the poison tester, so like. Why would you be the like? What's to keep the poison tester from not doing their job properly? The fear of death, right? So, uh, so like, if you get that out of the death. way, yeah, yeah. So the auto if, shutdown initiated. And so what's like, even funnier is so like no if you anything, so they yeah. think it's this unique. Only yeah. this guy knows it. So like you can't run off to a different country. You can't yeah. run off to a different person who knows about poison because there's no record anywhere. So she brings this up. What about butterflies dust? And they're like, I, I got nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And so it yeah. makes them feel trapped and honor-bound to this person. But what's funny is you do get sick. Yeah. You take the antidote for a couple of days, you do get sick. So you're and like, oh, here I go, about to die. They're in, like, this prison cell next to each other. And, like, the the, the, the spy master's like, oh, yeah, you're not going to die. You're fine. It's oh, like, yeah, they're your, hands. Your, your experience... Yeah. Yeah, they're holding each other's hands yeah, like, from either hands. side of the prison cell. Both <laughs> and, uh, point of all time. Right, and they're like, she's, he's like, he's like, yeah, you're not gonna die. She's like, what? He's like, yeah, it's it's literally just uh, it's, you're experiencing okay. withdrawal symptoms. Symptoms. She's like, what? He's like, yeah, but I made I made up butterflies dust. The the commander doesn't even know. <laughs> she didn't hold the grudge very long because I think they banged afterward. Well, she understood, you know. Like even it's been a year the of lying of it, to him. A year of lying to him. Be like, here, drink this stuff. Don't worry, it'll keep you from running away. It's a uh, bit of like stuff. You want some van? Yeah. It's completely. Yeah, that's the only thing that doesn't make sense. Is like. But they're like it's so no, you hear no. like you know it's no, follow that stock, last beat. Hey, by the way, I've been poisoning there. you for a year. He's yeah. like, I'm done puking. I'm all over that. Let's do this. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I'm going to slob that knob. <laughs> right? Like, 
they talk about bonds like they <laughs> that's a massive lie that, that he's doing way. a massive lie like if, if this story didn't run the way it did like it's just so weird where they're like are you in love with him no that's weird He's been poisoning you every single day. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it's like, because it's like, once you find out, like, oh, you haven't been in- administering me an antidote. You've been like actively poisoning me. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, oh, and, you, you, and you was able to forgive that one in less than twenty four hours. You Just, gave up. You yeah, gave up on my. You gave up on my. Is that what it is? I, are you saying our relationship is like me poisoning you every day? <laughs> you, you you gave up on my like Adderall subscription uh, prescription and started giving me meth instead. <laughs> like, I don't know where you're getting all this energy and your inability to focus. Because like we've secretly switched Joel Stratero with meth, <laughs> with crystal meth. Now he thinks he can fly. You know, like I just the, there, there's, there's some. Things in the story that, like, I don't understand. In, in you just don't like, Akatar, in like, like a court of gray. No, in 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 Akatar, you can understand how she falls in love with him. Auto shut like, down, cancel. Mike off. Things, you poor bitch, you don't have nothing. And he's like sandwich, penis. And she's like, I'll take it. But this one, nothing. It makes no sense. There's no logical like breakdown of her falling in love with the guy. No, I, no I disagree. Point. I disagree at on no this. Point, but hold on. At no point does Malik ever stop and do anything that's not creepy or underhanded. Yeah, he saves her a few times, but that's but then he's always like, I don't want to save. I think that I think Red So saved. like the the one oh. thing the one thing that's explained is primarily his first his his very first uh Loyalty is completely to the commander. So, like, the, the, any, like, even if he's, like, in love with Yelena or whatever, uh, he's, his, his loyalty is to the commander. It's so, he's not going to do anything to jeopardize that. And there's only, like, at a certain point in the book where he realizes that she is not jeopardizing that at all. And it's, it's, he, and I think there's a discussion about how it was, he was too late. To communicate to her, you know. Well, it, it comes up late in later books where yeah. he feels right, like right. his loyalties as they become more like serious. I so, like he what? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just saying what I what I saw from this book is like I kind of get it. Like he's he's <laughs> his whole thing is like oh. ultimate loyalty. No, I'm. <laughs> I never thought I'd agree with Ben, but here I am. <laughs> I'm just saying both of you are just sitting there and be like, he poisoned her. I get I know, it. No, I'm, not, I'm saying no, like. There's no, there's no it's okay. Well, if you're looking at, I'm not saying it's okay in this. is not a good way to do it. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying in this context of like the world they're living in, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, it, 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 he didn't intend, he didn't start out thinking like, Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah, he didn't start poisoning her in order but, to like. No, that's that's what I'm saying. I am saying the evolution from her being like, "I'm gonna die." Now I'm the food taster. Now I fell in love with a guy who's poisoning me all the time. Five seconds after, he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, by the way, I haven't really been poisoning you with what you think I've been poisoning you." But she fell in love anyway. She fell and, in love with him before that, though, Joel. Yeah. Like, there's a point where. Like the like, massively broken is is what you're coming up. with. I mean, yes, yeah, she's she's like, she's wildly uh, y- broken. Yelena is a hot mess. Yeah, like, yeah, we're gonna... is, hot mess. is that even a question? Yeah. No, is, so the whole thing is, is Yarek is just taking advantage. Who's of Yarek? Yarek, what is it? Valak. Valak, Yarek, whatever. I'm out. So I'm back to old man's war. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's go back there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, let's go back to the hot green people banging. <laughs> so, so, so when did Poison Study? When was this first published? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Okay, I, I was wondering, uh, due to its time period, if if there was any relevancy towards uh, things that happened in the novel versus like allegory to real life or anything like that. Really? No, I don't think I mean, so. That's a heavy question. Sometimes, sometimes the most intricate fan, uh, fantasy worlds are those that are made not to relate 
to us lessons for, from what's going on around us, but those that are completely different from our surroundings. So, that, so I feel know, like that's I feel like that's a theme that doesn't happen so much in sci-fi because sci-fi is so much escape. Or sorry, that doesn't happen in fantasy so much as because right. like fantasy is about that escapism from that. Like you see that in sci-fi where it's like a yeah. allegory or callback to what's going on in modern day. You know, it happens in you know old man's war. It happens in Starship Troopers. That sort of thing. But I don't think yeah. fantasy really hits on those notes all that often. Maybe someone disagrees with me, but. I feel like fantasy is always sort of like different from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's a very yeah. I so it's, I was it's a moment in time in it publishing. Does, it does say it was meant that that uh, was it, it was about this part. Where it says the commander frowned on religion, saying that they should be separate from the government. Uh. Oh yeah, two thousand five. Yeah, that was a big thing that was going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say. Um, also, like, I actually. I the use of auto shutdown initiated. The use of Creole auto shutdown canceled. Mic on. That like really high in our anti methadone kicks too. Like that's not methadone, meth, crystal meth. That was like a, we're still well into the big drug epidemics. Oh, we're still well into the, the opioid epidemic right now. Yeah, like people like drugs and everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. like there are, there are some ties to modern day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was was that was an interesting thing. Was when they got to Governor Bravel's uh, or uh, General Bravel's uh, thing. All of the populace was very docile and like did their jobs and only their jobs and it was it was um two festivals. That's it. Yeah. The ice festival and the fire festival. And that's yeah, it. but there's basically what you find out is like this governor has been creating like mass producing this mind altering substance that um makes it you you way more docile and um controllable. Which is like a delicious which is like a dessert. Yeah, it was a dessert. Pa- it was like a chocolate pastry, basically. Remember that I was... think like peanut butter bur- peanut butter bars is what I think of them. No, as. it was like, like no, no, it was chocolate. I thought it was chocolate. Yeah, it, it sounded like a Reese. Yeah. I just assumed it was a Reese's peanut butter cup. Just let's be honest here. That's what I thought of like a Maltese flavored Reese's peanut butter cup. Um. Yes, and then it fixes itself. Yeah. Rough. I'm being honest. After today, it's rough doing it this time of night. Yeah, <laughs> this was a long day. So right. um, I think it was interesting that I've read a few other stories, and I can't think of them offhand, but where people are kept docile by food, oh. and you know, I, I want to say the time machine had that with the Morlocks. You know, they were keeping the people on the surface all docile by feeding them really big, like feeding them things that just kept them nice and sluggish it's a trope i'm trying and to remember the uh plot of time machine it's been a while it was that it was a hg wells story oh yeah and i'm i'm aware of it i've i've read it i just was trying to remember the whole plot of it but that's uh, where um uh joel mr x-man there that's where uh the morlocks um are given their name in the comics are from the morlocks in the hg wells story i think it's interesting the way that the way that they chose to keep the people docile. I don't know if the Criollo in this story was specific to the populace or if it was specific solely to the higher echelons because it sounded no. a lot. This specific type was given only to the commander with yeah. the intent to eventually give it out no, I, to all of the generals and the people in well, power. I so think we, the whole point of it was to com, com, like keep like ramping up production until like everybody had it like first they're going the general then they're first they're doing the commander then the generals then all the general staff then the you know the people under them and like they're going to just like spread it down until like all of a sudden like they have con- the general bazell and uh um, magnus or whatever his name is they have control of the entire population 
Well, so uh, Cydia and Ixia are separate, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't they don't have trade routes, they don't have discussions, anything, nothing for fifteen years. If you're found in, you know, um, Ixia with magic, you're executed, right? Yeah. So it is very clear distinction. Mm-hmm. And so what's happening is that they're bringing Ixian food, delic, whatever. They know that the what this is. Right. This is used as a controlled substance in their team. If, you know, they're trying to work with a student who's particularly difficult, they give them this to make, to help lower those shields. Right. So this is a very known and controlled substance in Ixia. But because they're capitalized on that lack of information, right, that, that disease that like, they're like, okay, well then we're just going to ship it in and we have this plan and they won't know anything because they don't care to keep what's going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, and it all at the end of the day, it's all about Griselle taking over. Right. Yeah. He's changed his successor. They've basically been like working this plan since like the entire. So I think the takeover happened further back. I know that the plan for that Brazil did was a fifth. They they mentioned at the end of the book is it being a fifteen year like they'd been auto shutdown initiated. I think the um the actual takeover happened even further back than that. Like yeah yeah, I think it was what was the guy's name. Marvel, Marvel, what was his name? Uh, I can get it. Huh? No, no, no. You're Magdan. talking about the magician. Magden. Magden. Magden came in and he brought the mag- the children with magical abilities. Yeah. And that's what they were using. Magden? There's a dumb name. <laughs> yeah, that I was not a fan of a lot of the names in here. Some of them are really stupid. Well, this yeah. is one of those books that felt like I'm going to make weird names because it's a fantasy oh. book. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, did you audiobook it? Ben? I did. So then you have like, but it's 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 so fascinating because they have these like weird names, and then they're like, I'm just like Iris is the only one who's Russian, like and yeah. like that's the like. No, the only the Brazil and uh, Riyadh were Russian. Everybody else was like normal voice. But oh, like, oh, the, no, the bad know. guy, the bad guys were like, "Ah, oh, yes, you betrayed me." <laughs> so, the, the VAs for the audio You okay. must die. No, it was like all one VA, but she like, but like for only for the villain was she like, the all the the both the villain voices were like, "Ah, oh, why would you betray me? You knew you would <laughs> die for this crime." <laughs> Like all you all you needed to do was uh, listen to me, and you would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, spoiled again by moose and squirrel. Yeah, spoiled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was. I enjoyed the story. The world was com- It was a. Uh, it was easy to get into, and you could you could definitely ride it. Ride this journey rather comfortably. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I switched from audiobook to. Kindle edition over like back and forth and it held up you know sometimes you get a really terrible book that is saved by a really good voice actor yeah and on the same side you get a really good story ruined by a shitty voice actor this one they seem to go really well and I don't think the voice actor had too much of a impact I mean when I would read the story I would still hear the voices with the same similar inflection, yeah. and so I wasn't. It was. It led to an easy interpretation. Of the story. I, I I felt like the making the the two bad guys Russian was in order was in order to like try and get uh make because it was sort of like if you you have these military districts, so that are all like completely segregated from each other. So like they don't intermix, so you would get some some like linguistic drift. So I was like fine with it, but well, there is no map like an Akatar where it's just like the courts are just all over like the UK. So. There is if there is if you go to the wiki, there's they actually have a map of Ixia and Satia, but it's uh. Is it also the UK? No, it's not. It's like <laughs> it's, it's actually the entire the entire. Hold on, I can pull it up. 
Yeah, uh, it was it was a very good story, a very engaging pick. Um, I'll probably continue reading just to see what they're like. There was no sheathing, so thank yeah, God. Yeah, I I'm actually I'm, I'm, I might bring this. Uh... No, wait, wait, wait. There was no sheathing. What? There's the oh oh you need to hear this story. Uh, so I, actually, I just pulled up the map if anyone wants to see it on the stream. It was interesting because the the entirety of the country. So if you see the northern part, it's divided up into. Uh, oh crap! Um, it's divided up into like the military districts. So it's like MD one, yeah. MD two, MD three, and then like everything south of that is like the other like magician country. And why is there porn? On- yeah, there's a lot of porn in your tab. There's that's all is that, YouTube. Is that Twilight porn that looked like Robert Pattinson? That's totally what's going on. Even though it's like all comedians <laughs> that I've been watching. Um, He's yeah, like, that's I hate totally that. what's going on. I hate all of you. Um, <laughs> She's so pleased with herself right now. I was trying to, I was trying to like help people like visualize what's going on with the whole story and. Support Melissa's ch- choice of book, and she well, decides to be a bitch about it. No. <laughs> well, Ben, you you painted a picture, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're very diplomatic. Very diplomatic. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Your thumbnails also painted a picture. <laughs> yeah, that's totally that's totally what I was showing. Was porn? Is yeah. You can see the the visible YouTube logo. That was. Uh, uh, anyway. Hey. No shame. Everybody, everybody's got their interest. And if yours is, if yours is discovery of witches, that's that's your thing. Vampire porn. It's Bob. Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Very popular. It was. It was the real world tie-in right now <laughs> from this story to two thousand five. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. He's never gonna do another book one at all. He's gonna pretend to get sick each time. I, <laughs> I like how I'm like completely in like in support of your book pick this time, Missy, and like you still decide to shoot me down. <laughs> I am an equal opportunity hater. Okay. All right, fine. Then I will hate on the next thing that you pick mercilessly. You don't really hate anybody, but you do talk shit across up and down all age groups. Yeah. Um, it has no place here, but shit talking. Yeah, it's born here. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what we were talking before. Melissa uh, uh, derailed the entire conversation. I I am very proud of her. Like to be I fair, not... he he joined it right with. Yeah, her. I mean, is I. He literally yeah. have tears with her the level of mirth. That was pretty amazing. So. Uh. Let's see. No, uh, it is very clear, and it does talk about the forest where they, in uh, the image you showed before we talked about your porn, uh, yeah. they had, it showed the parts She's like, from the forest. No, she's not. Uh, is this future book knowledge? Oh, okay, this is. So apparently she's, she's from, acrobat. she's a druid. She's an elf lady? Okay, got well, it. She's, she's an acrobat because they live in the trees. Oh. Uh. So it's like genetic. That's why she's such a good acrobat. I hate it. Yeah, I feel like that description made the whole arc of her practicing to be an acrobat like kind of. She was sick. She was stolen when she was six. No, but it's it's like devalues like her whole like arc a little bit. Yeah, look at her trying to be an acrobat. That's like looking at a squirrel and being like, oh look, they're such great climbers. No, they're born to be great climbers. Yeah, she was born to be an acrobat. Oh, that's terrible. Anyways, hate you. <laughs> His brother's name is Leaf. I couldn't hear uh, whatever. Wait, her brother. Her brother's name, name is Leaf. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> apologize. You're just really into this. All right. Well, All right. we're getting up on. We're getting up on an hour here, so I think it's about time to close things off. Brendan, uh, do you have any questions? Since you've got to take this disjointed journey with three apparently confused individuals and one person who's just having the time of her life right now. 
I like um, I like that they tied in eventual political intrigue uh, to the series. Six six is a lot. Uh, I guess my question for you would be how many books in should I attempt to read this series? I was really happy. Like so, I the the first trilogy like it ended and it was really good and I felt very happy and tied up where it ended. And then I think yeah. like. I want to say within the last year or two, something came up and I was like, wait, there's more. And then yeah. I looked and I was like, oh, there's three more. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, it, and it ended fine. Like there wasn't like, I don't think there was a need for the second trilogy. Like I remember being like really happy where it ended. So. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm more than willing after the way this book ended, I'm more than willing to read the next one, but oh yeah, um, okay. I plan to, but I also know that I have lots of other books that I'm going to have to read courtesy of this podcast. So I really, honestly, I enjoy this because kind it pushes like me. It pushes me no upper zone because I'm a very pattern reader. Like it's like Star. I told Wars you I will. Right? I will not read that book. You know. So no, so, like if you didn't know, if you didn't know, Brendan. Uh, they they made me read Akatar, and I pronounced how much I hated that first book. Powering off. And then they decided that I needed to read the Powering second on. book My right God. after that. Joel decided I needed to read the second book right, right after that. So they and I hated it even more. So is that puppy been one there and two? Wow. Yeah, the puppy's been there the whole time. Oh, you have a dog there. We didn't even bring it into a dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this... yeah, Killian was on the couch, and then uh, and then the dudes are over in the workshop, uh, building, uh, forging Warhammer armies, and you know. Nice. I'm sorry. I'm... Both of our puppies are right here. It's a veritable um, uh, monastery of of chastity down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't it's see the like table in the back of the. <laughs> yeah. So you can't see the table in the back of the room, but that it's covered in magic cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then. And then you can see you can see Killian. Hi, baby. Is, is that, that a Yorkie? Yorkie? No, he, he's he, he's a My cairn. Turn. He's a cairn oh, terrier like Toto. Oh. Okay. Uh. Our Yorkie is. No, no. Tyler's Tyler's a golden retriever. Yeah. And then and, <laughs> and then my dog is a cairn terrier. Um, he's a okay. uh, he's a. Uh, so my, my, my wife was wondering what to name the dog. And I was like, hey, Killian. She's like, oh, it's Irish. It's such, and I love giving uh, dogs human names. What a great idea. And I, I was just thinking of Killian Murphy. I was just like. <laughs> still a human name. Well, yeah, still a human name and everything. But, but I was just like, Scarecrow, Peaky Blinders. Like, you know, there you go. But yeah. Um, okay, I'll give it. I'll give it the first trilogy. Um. I feel like a, I feel like two trilogies after a story is, is well tied up. It's kind of like watching El Camino after Breaking Bad. It's kind of like, yeah, it's more, it's but like, Avatar. like watching The Last Airbender, and then why would you need The Legend of Korra? Yeah, like, they were <laughs> you know, like I, I like they, exactly I didn't like them, and I read them all, and I really enjoyed them, but I didn't think you really needed. Them. Yeah, got you. Okay, I'm definitely. Uh, uh, from what I read, I, I'm probably going to continue reading this, at least the trilogy. But I think this is the first of any of the stories that we recommended that Ben is like, I will continue reading. Yeah. <laughs> Great success. Great success. Yeah, success. Well, because I felt like whenever you put, picked a, a book, Joel, you were just trying to punish me for some reason. Korkowski? Yeah. But Ashes, Ashes of Onyx. Yeah. Was, we that thought was, there was another one. There wasn't. It's just one. Yeah. yeah. That was a really good book. That was a really good series. I like that one. I wasn't as big of a right. fan of it. Yeah, I read it. You're up. What's, You're up. what's what you yours? Got? Yeah, we decided Brendan would get do the next uh, pick. So what? So, what are you gonna throw at us? I have. I have He's it like done. The entirety of the Horus Heresy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a lot of uh, of illegal zips off the internet. <laughs> No, um, I I have it down to three. Huh? So, so do, no, you do, don't. We don't get to pick. It's you guys don't get. All right. Um, last time. I made Ben pick the last one. I no, but right. you you made me pick left or right. You didn't okay, get me okay. to pick. Okay. All right. So I will give you three prompts, 
vague descriptions, and then you'll pick the one you like. How's that? No, that's not how this works. You just tell us. Pick the button. All right, all right. Well, Joel, I I command you to I okay, command you to okay, listen and then make a decision. Um, uh, so the first in a two part of a comedy sci-fi. Oh, that's one option. Mm-hmm. The second option is a strangely amazing rendition of cheap paperback D and D paperbacks, like garbage D and D paperbacks. A shockingly good rendition I'm, of D and D paperbacks. That's Joel Rosenberg right there. That's, and and, oh. and and that, that's a one off. And then the third option is a contemporary. Excellent fantasy trilogy. I like how you really you you use the the word excellent in only one of them. I feel like you're trying to leave your group here. Well, no, no, no. Excellent. It's just objection. We didn't win this. No. It's most it's most well renowned of the three. It's the most well known, and it's recent, and it's a trilogy. I liked I liked all three of these very much. But you have comedy sci-fi from I think like the early nineties. Uh, you have like a mid '90s. Normally, the D and D paperbacks are subpar, but it's a shockingly good one-off D and D paperback, and then a, a contemporary, recent, excellent fantasy trilogy. Those are your I three just, options. I, that's a powerful word. I'm going to go with three because you use the word "excellent" in it. Like, I think it's the only one. I'm going to go with one. Then tiebreaker. Auto shutdown Ooh. initiated. Ooh. Missy wants the comedy sci-fi. That's it. Ah, we tried that though. Like she liked Old Man's War, huh? She liked Old Man's War. Old Man's War was not comedic though. Yeah, it was comedic. Comedy sci-fi. I think Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and we tried Uh, talking about the color of magic, and that is literally trying to talk about an acid trip when you're when you're. I'm thinking comedy sci-fi. I'm I'm thinking uh, door number one. That's a tiebreaker. Okay, door number one. It's it's not Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, it's, it's the second book. No, it's, <laughs> it's Desperate Measures by Joe Clifford Faust. Okay. Uh, I I got this book for a dollar from the Westmont <laughs> Library when I was twelve. What and were was, the other two? So, uh, Desperate Measures was the was the sci-fi. I've I've both. Um, the Shockingly good D and D book was uh, Escape from Undermountain by Mark Anthony. Holy it, shit, that is that is legit D and D. Yeah, it, you know it, it's it's Forgotten Realms. It's a straight up Forgotten Realms paperback, but it's amazingly good for what it is. So it's uh, Desperate Measures by Joel Clifford Faust. Joe Clifford uh, Faust. Putting it in the and, chat for anyone listening. And then the um, the third book was The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. You know, recommended that three. This is the third time that I've I heard a lot of Patrick Rothfuss. I've heard he's trilogy. very, very good. Is it the King Tr- King Killer trilogy? Yeah, King Killer. Yeah. Everyone, this is the third person who has told me I need. So the does thing that mean, does that mean we need to change our minds, or we're going to go heard, with this I've one heard for now? Patrick Rothfuss is very good. So. Like I said, Rothfuss is by far the biggest of the three. Two is a diamond in the rough, like su- surpassing all expectation. Three is like the I, like the big one, and then one is comedy sci-fi that is that I I found to be very entertaining. So I mean, I gave you options. You guys can vote amongst yourselves. But Jesus Christ! Or zero dollars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I got this for for four quarters. I put it into the little box and got this book and was shocked, very entertained. So it's up to you guys. But I mean, those those are, are, that, that's small enough. I think we could read both books by the next. Yeah, book yeah. So book one is uh, Desperate Measures, the pair are called Angel's Luck. Um, I believe that's the name of his ship. Uh, and then should we do both? It's two forty-five. It's two two hundred forty-five pages for the first book, and then. Second one is Precious Cargo, and that's a little longer. It's like two ninety five. So it's. Both? I mean, if if you guys can find them, that that's both books. Is that? <laughs> what do you guys think? Should we do both? One. All right, we'll do the one. Um, so with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think we're gonna wrap up our little. 
meeting today. It's it's been been a little over an hour, and I think we've exhausted the topic of our book, and it's late. So we're gonna we'll see you again on Wednesday. Don't forget to check out our social medias. Don't forget to like and subscribe our our like and follow, or maybe subscribe our lovely uh, Twitch stream here. Check out our podcast. And we will see you again on Wednesday where we will be doing session one of my campaign of the Candlekeep Mysteries. Very excited for that. Uh, we've got a lot. We've, uh, I think we've got some really good characters here. I've been trying to get as prepped as possible as I think I can. And we're looking forward to see you guys, see you guys again on Monday. Um, and anyone have... Anything else to add or Wednesday? Wednesday. We'll be continuing the campaign. Yeah, the campaign. Yeah. Are you oh, starting yeah. the campaign? I seeing everyone on Monday. Oh, oh no, did I say Monday? I thought I said Wednesday. Not Monday, but Wednesday. Yeah, I've been on vacation for over a week. I don't know what days are anymore, so that's my bad. Alright. Um I've been Ben. His, his shirt is awesome with the mustache Mandalorian. I want that. That's awesome. Is it Daddy Mando? Or is I it hate you. I hate you. This is Daddy Mando. Um, I'm pretty sure a friend of mine bought this for me from Navy Pier. So FYI. So We just need to get mustaches into all of your shirts because it matches your man cave sign. <laughs> That's true. I just need to add shirts to everything I own. Uh, and uh, that's all I have. Anyone have anything else? Nope. No. Thank you, guys. You guys have a good night. I appreciate you tuning in on this uh, unusual hour for us and bearing with us as we are all. Labor Day has done its work on us. All right. Good night, everybody, and we'll see you on Wednesday.